I'm feeling really positive. Um, I do have my moments of doubting myself, but that is just my nature. And I'm obviously doing it solo, so I don't have a business partner and, and it's sort of just running, everything's just running through me. So I've got some really great friends that, that I can bounce off. So that's been a really big help. And, you know, especially when you're feeling, when I'm feeling a little bit like overwhelmed. This is part two in a special series following the journey of chef and restaurateur Martin Boats as he works towards opening Short Grain, an Asian food store, provador and eatery in Brisbane. Martin Burtz is a leading Australian chef, a master of contemporary Thai food with a unique vision and energy. Perhaps best known for his 14 years at Longgrain, first in Sydney and then also in Melbourne, Marty's last venture was the Cook's Shed on the Hawkesbury, a produce-driven eatery and function centre which he ran for a decade. In our first episode, Marty outlined the vision Short Grain will be a self-funded eatery and food store in a landmark heritage building in his old hometown. Let's see where he's at, 12 weeks from pressing go. Yeah, so this week, I'm actually sitting in um, a, uh, a, a kitchen appliance or a kitchenware showroom at the moment, looking at combi ovens and looking at a pressure cooker. <laughs> That is actually a brat pan. So um, thinking about production um, in putting things into, you know, Tetra packs and, and selling them on the shop side of short grain. And um, so I've just been demoed a, um, it's like a brat pan, which is a large um, stock pot, but it also does pressure cooking. So you can cook 10 kilos of meat in 20 minutes which is pretty amazing. So, you know, with you know, pork hocks and braised bris briskets and things like that can can be done super quickly as opposed to overnight braising, which I would have done previously and um, and done done it in a combi oven. So, yeah, just, um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> and um, I'm pretty impressed by that. So um, it's not a cheap item. They're about... $35,000. But then on the, on the other side of that, um, it's more energy efficient and it's also less labor intensive. So how do you weigh that up? So that's something, that's a question that I've really got to ask myself, but I think the answer is pretty obvious. They have them in stock, so it's not as if I need to pre-order, um, but it's something that I really need to think about and I need to get my kitchen, my full kitchen um, properly costed with that included in it now. So that's something that um, um, I'll probably be able to talk about next time because uh, that's still, I'm still sort of, yeah, wondering about all the other things that I need in the kitchen to be a production kitchen and a and an eatery or, you know, restaurant kitchen. The logo was done. So now I'm just getting the logo put onto um like the bottle products like with like for chili jams and yellow bean soy dressing and um curry tetra packs and things like that so just organizing how that will look um so and aprons and tote bags and sort of things like that um so i have imagery of for that so that is something that um is on the table that i need to make a decision on 
um, and they they look amazing, and I'm really happy. Vince Frost is doing um, the design for me from Frost Collective, so I'm really grateful um, to him for helping me out with this project. And he's really he's into it because he was one of our most regular customers at Shawgrain when we were still in when I, when it was still at Surrey Hills. It would be a rare restaurant where the initial design is rolled out unchanged. Marty talks about his realisation that something fundamental about short grain needed to shift. This week I've actually changed the way that I wanted the dining room to be laid out um, and that was I was going to do three communal dining tables um, and then have smaller tables in between um, in one section um, and sort of I've just decided not to do that and remove the communal dining tables altogether and just do small tables because they're easier to manipulate into into larger or um, add another chair or, or make them into a six or make them into an eight rather than if I had communal dining tables then if I had a table of eight, would a table of two really want to sit next to a rowdy table of eight on one? It's And they're not as big as the as previously at long grain. So I really had to consider that. And it's not, the dining room's not huge and I don't want to be turning people away. It was a lightning bolt at um, in, the af- in an afternoon. I just decided not to do it about, um, well, I think um, when was it? On Monday, I think I had that lightning bolt. I just said, no, I can't do that. And, um, and I rang the architect straight away and the design, designer, Chen, and, deci- and I just said, look, this is how, what I'm thinking. And then, and then two other people said, oh, we're so glad that you decided that because we were already about, worried about the communal dining situation. And I thought to myself, well, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> Anyway, so I've come to that conclusion and I think I've made the right decision. So now I had the tables and chairs sort of earmarked, but now I've got to change that and find a new table and a new chair because the old the chairs that I had originally picked out are a little bit too heavy for just singular smaller tables. So I found a finer, finer um, chair and a finer table from the same company, um, which are coming out of... Um, Denmark and it's a really brand new it's a really new product and so I'm actually going to visually see them on Thursday of next week when I when we do the final sort of layout of colors and and tables and chairs and and things like that so yeah I just need to get moving on it because it's an eight to ten week turnaround and as the time gets closer to August it's only 12 weeks to August so I need to make that decision quite quickly. As Martin sees design renders and spends more time in the space, he's starting to realise the rhythms it will have by day through to evening. How will he bring the look together? I think the the look of the restaurant's really important to me because I'm going to be there so often. Um, And I, yeah, I think the most puzzling thing for me at the moment has been, um, yeah, losing the communal dining um, and also having a little holding area at the front so people could have a drink or or sit down on a small bar stool while they're waiting for a table to come up Um, because there's no outside area. I can't put tables and chairs outside on the footpath, unfortunately. Um, And then in the evening, I can also take some 
produce away from the from the store section and use the bonquettes under the windows in there, which are used for produce during the day, um, and make the, that into another seating area so people can wait. Or even if they wanted to have a bowl of noodles or um, or a curry and rice and relish, um, they could have they could sit there and have a have that and a glass of wine. Now that now that I've seen three D imaging of what it will look like and with, even with the changes of the tables and chairs, I, I've got a proper vision of what it what it will be like. And then with the styling that I put in there, which I'll style the restaurant or the eatery and the um, and the shop myself. Um, and I've been oh, we can get into that. I've been also buying. I bought some things in Thailand while I was there, and and I've also got things from the cook shed that um, can can go into the styling of, of, um, of short grain. So I can soften it. It seems to be quite hard, the, the finishes of everything. Um, but then it, then I want it to be durable. I want it to last for a long time. And I'd rather spend the money now than have to turn around in two years time and then replace, replace furniture, replace, um, doors or replace, um, flooring or because it wasn't, um, done properly or, as durable as, as it could be in the first place. The final plans are yet to be completed, but the bills have started rolling in. Do restaurants ever open without curveballs and surprises? <laughs> well, I'm starting to pay bills now, so that's always surprising. <laughs> um, little hidden costs um, for, um, for council um, approvals and also for mechanical engineering. Um, that was a huge cost that I didn't sort of see. That's about, um, it was $8,000. And that's before, and that's to get the plans done for the mechanical engineering for the hoods and, um, and exhaust and everything, which is, anyway, it's fine. It's, it's, it, I had to do it. So it's done. Um, and then I'm still waiting to for the final bill to be costed because, um, yeah, the, the um, final plans haven't been um, done yet because we're still waiting, well, just still feeling out all the final finishes of, of everything. So the builder will, that will be interesting the next time we talk because I'll have the final costings of the build and I'm hoping that will it'll be in my budget. And it should be, it should be. As word gets out and news gets around, people are sharing their reactions with Martin Burtz. What's the most common refrain? Oh, you're gonna be so busy, Marty. That's every, that's come out of everyone's mouth. And that's, and that after the, probably the 10th person said that to me last week, that's when I actually made that decision of changing the, um, the, um, the, the seating arrangements from communal dining to individual tables. So that was, yeah, that was, I, I really don't want to disappoint people. And I just, we're not taking bookings. So that is something I think is a, is a bit of a cross in, in, Bris, in Brisbane and also the communal dining. So I thought, you know, remove one thing at least and then people will understand. And look, I am, you know, we're all generous and, and we'll be fully, um, um, briefed on how it all works at Shortgrain and if we can accom- accommodate people, great. If not, you can also take away, especially for lunchtime and go and sit. There's a lovely little park across the street so people can sit in the park and eat their lunch. 
It's still a long way from putting curry in bowls, but naturally Chef Marty is thinking about cooking for his community. What's on his mind as far as menus, wine and experience? I think people, um, you know, they know the food that I used to cook at Long Grain and they, and they want to taste it again. Um, and also, look, I, I do strive to go the extra mile for, for small detailed stuff and freshness and especially herb picking and, um, and, and, and cookery as well. Um, I really, I miss my food and when I eat it, I think, yeah, no, it's, it's really good. And also being able to put it in, um, into a, into a pack that people can take home and do themselves or reheat and have the offering of fresh vegetables in the glass cool room. And, um, so you can add that to your, um, curry that has the protein in, in it already. I think that's something that people will, I hope will really, um, embrace and, um, and the other thing this week was um, just finalising stuff for liquor licensing, um, which also costs a lot of money, <laughs> and um, and paying for that, and and starting to talk to some wine um, wine reps, and one in particular, David, who's going to help me curate the wine list, which is going to be not too long, but it will. Um, also embrace um, European wines that go well with Asian food and Australian wines, of course. Um, I've done a um, bit of a, um, well, it's not a deal really. It's just a great guy, um, Dave from Delatite Wines in Victoria. Um, we've, we used to use Delatite at Darley Street high years ago and he has a wonderful Gewürztraminer. And so I'm doing, he's giving me some clean skins of Gewürztraminer and his light Shiraz um, that I'm going to use as the, um, as the short grain house, house wines. Um, so I'm really, really pleased about that, that I've been able to secure um, that stock as well. So the wine also, um, a lot of people have, that issue of, you know, what should I drink with Asian food? And, you know, everyone says beer and beer is amazing with Asian food, but also there is some delicious German Rieslings, um, a little tiny bit on the sweeter side or um, an acidic side that actually cut into the richness of a lot of Thai food. And that's something that I'll be showcasing at Short Grain. And so you'll be able to take home um, recommended wines with dishes that are on sale in the shop. Um, so you really get a good experience when you go home. And, um, and it's something that I'm really pleased to be able to offer because I would love to go into a store and say, okay, this is your green curry of whatever it is. And this German Riesling will go perfectly with, with this dish. Um, and we'd love, love you to, you know, buy the whole, buy the whole meal kit and then go home and, and please tell us about it because yeah, I'm really, I'm really interested to see what people think and educate as well. As the days tick away, the timeline starts to tighten. Martin has found a builder that he trusts and he's keen to get underway. So at the moment we're at, um, building will start on the 22nd of May, uh, and, that is groundwork and then proper building of the interior will start on the 1st of June. So we basically have all of June and all of July to build the store and get all the groundwork done. And uh, so new builder, a new builder that I, well, the builder that I've chosen, um, 
uh, Lowry Group. They are um, building the joint. So <laughs> he's and he's a great guy, young guy, really clued up and is super enthusiastic about doing um, this job for me. So that's a big tick because I like honesty in in everyone, and he and he seems to want to get this moving quite quickly. Um, so we have um, about twelve weeks to build from from now till the 1st of August where I'd like to at least be in the kitchen on the 1st of August to be able to start doing some um, prep work and also um, start doing some educational work with the cooks in the kitchen um, before we open for at least two weeks. Conceiving a restaurant alone can be daunting. What are Martin's strategies for staying on track? I'm feeling really positive. Um, I do have my moments of doubting myself but that is just my nature and um and I'm obviously doing it solo so I don't have a business partner and and it's sort of just running everything's just running through me so um I've got some really great friends that that I can bounce off so um that's been a really big help and you know especially when you're feeling when I'm feeling a little bit like overwhelmed I well I either go for a walk with my dog or um or I ring a friend and just say, "Look, this is what um, this is what's happening through or going through my head at the moment. What do you reckon?" Because I also don't like too much input from other people. Because once I've made a decision, I'm pretty good with it. But there's the the table changing. That was a little bit. I did have to ask a few people about that, and also um, and also just um, being able to. Um, still visualize um the you know the product that I really want to be putting out there to people and I don't want and that's one big thing I don't want the shop to be looked at as a afterthought I want that part of the the offshore grain to be as important as the eatery um so that's something that I really need to work on as well because I haven't sort of had a I haven't really done a shop before. Um, the only sort of shopkeeping that I've – we did markets when we when I was at the cook shed and also we did a lot of home meals during COVID. So that's something that I really – that's why that sort of come in because I think people really enjoyed that. And if I can still give a package, oh, like a take-home package that you can build yourself with help from me or whoever's working in the shop – I think you'll get a really good product to take home to reheat and say that and almost feel like you've cooked it yourself. Restaurants can be wasteful and power-hungry beasts, but Martin Burtz has an eye on sustainability at Shortgrain. One of the main innovations is the use of induction woks. Well, I'm working with these guys where I'm at the moment to do a fully induction kitchen. Um, so no gas, but I'm, we're still working on the wok sort of scenario on that one. Um, BNS, um, which is a wok building company in Australia, they have they're bringing out their first um, induction woks, and it's something that we are um, talking about putting into my kitchen for like, to, for people to come and have a look at. And also, I just have to feel comfortable with those because I haven't used an induction wok before, so it's something that um, that I need to play with before I, I commit to it. Um, and yeah, so that's sort of one big thing. And then um, sustainably, look, yeah, I'm 
a restaurant in the in the in in the city. Unfortunately, I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to compost or. But obviously, um, putting everything into the right containers in the bin in the bin room and, and doing the recycling that is something that I've always done. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I could compost, that would be great. So, but again, I'm, I might be working. You know, farmers that I'm working with um, that I'm getting to know that will be stocking the um, fruit and veg in the store. Um, they might take some of the green waste away. But it's always something that I ne- it needs needs to be worked on. Is this the calm before the storm? Short Grain's opening is coming closer every day, but in some ways it feels like not much is happening. Uh, I just, um, at the moment, yeah, I, I think, I feel like I'm in a bit of a lull at the moment before things really start um, working and, and going. And once that's happening, I think I'll, I'll um, yeah, I think I'll have a, a bit more to chat about because I just feel like I'm, um, yeah, I just feel like everything. Yeah. But you know, sometimes things just happen and they happen smoothly and I'm, and, and I've been really fortunate to have the right people around me to make this, um, really work because it's something that I really only decided to do at the beginning of the year, um, or the end of just towards the end of last year to actually, take this space on which was a lot bigger than I than I originally had thought of what I wanted to do in Brisbane and uh, it's something that um, look I, I really like this space and I feel really comfortable in it and as I said before I, I sat in it for for hours really asking myself the question is this really what you want to do and the answer was yes and I, I've sat in there again since and um, and it's almost a bit late now so I can't really go back on 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 committing to what I'm, oh, I've committed to what I'm doing, um, and now I'm just going to make it work. I still, I'm, it's still a yes. It is still a yes. Stay with us over the coming months as we follow Martin Burtz and the birth of short grain. Will he stay on budget? Will the curveballs come? And will he be able to stay true to his vision as he gets closer to offering hungry, spice-loving Brisbaneites rice, curry, a glass of wine? and some more curry paste to take home. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We wanna hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you.